1: The book of Matthew chapter 17, if I'm right, I'm not sure. Matthew chapter 17, and verse 14. Just want to drop something in 15 minutes. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to New King James, yes. And when they came, had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he has an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water so i brought him to your disciples but they could not cure him then jesus answered and said "O faithless and perverse generation how long shall i be with you how long shall i bear with you bring him to me and jesus rebuked the demon and he came out of him and the child was cured from that very hour then the disciples came to jesus privately (laughs) And said, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your what? Unbelief. We dealt with this last week. For assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move hence here to there, and it will be moved, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, there's a however. Everything he said is subject to this. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer prayer and fasting. I use this version, it's an old version in the, in, in, I don't want to bore you with theology, but in, 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 the, in the original version, there was not fasting there. The new, verse, the, the old, in the new versions of the Bible, New Living Translation, um, Amplified and all that kind of stuff, you will not see the word fasting there. But I use this because it is an argument, a theological argument, depending upon where you interpret the scrolls from. But I use fasting there because even those who added it there must have understood the significance of fasting. Are you following what I'm saying? And so, this, this morning, in a few minutes, I want to talk about the prayer catalyst. The prayer catalyst. Uh, Quickly, a a catalyst is a person or thing that precipitates an event. A substance that increases the rate of chemical reaction without itself undergoing any permanent chemical change. (laughs) It means that it is a substance, a person or a thing, a person that can bring change but they don't change. God is the unchanging changer. He can change things, although he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so when you read this scripture, they prayed, they prayed, and prayed, and prayed, and prayed, and and tried to cast the demon out. Actually, they were not praying. They just tried to cast the demon out. And nothing happened. They asked Jesus, how did you do that? And he says, you know, there's a catalyst towards quick answers. And that catalyst comes by prayer and fasting. Prayer is the most important substance or catalyst to your blessing. Many of you young ones and old are wasting time chasing things that you could easily get in the arena of prayer. Why are we fasting for 30 days? The church down the road is doing 21. Go there. The other church is doing 14 days. One pastor said to me, he says, Pastor he says, he says, Ty, I don't think I should do that. We do one day this week, two days the following week, three days the following week, and at the last day we pray throughout. And I was tempted to do that. I said, but that's not what God gave me. I have to teach you guys how to go into prayer and fasting because when nobody is there, you have the weapons, you've been taught to do it. And you know what? You that's complaining. We're now in our third week. Uh-huh. January goes quickly. Third week. We're in third week. And you still haven't joined online. You haven't. You haven't fasted. Ah, it's too long. We're in our third week. So, so, most of us who are fast, we're physically lighter and spiritually attuned. <laughs> Nothing lies outside the reach of prayer. Except anything that lies outside the will of God. I have come to tell you, according to the scripture, prayers make everything possible. Prayer has been signified as man's most powerful moment. It is the moment in time when man can tr- truly reach beyond his own limits to connect to a limitless God. Prayer peels back the realms of impossibility. Prayer is a force that causes divine movement. An object will always remain stagnant until force is applied. Hence, you can remain in a neutral position until you engage the drive of the force of prayer. Nothing moves until a force is applied. Mark chapter 3 verse 27, you know what it says? It says, no man can enter into a strong man's house except he force binds the strong man. And then he will spoil his house. No man can enter into a strong man's house. Why are we praying fervently against bad luck, misfortune, affliction? It's because we want to step into the territories of ancient ancestral issues. And say it is not occurring in my generation. I'm beginning a new season. That takes prayer. We're not just shouting for shouting's sake. Prayer is a womb that gives birth to the miraculous. Hence, whatever you were born with will capitulate at the power of prayer. To live a victorious life, please remember that prayer is the catalyst. To live a victorious life, remember the following things as we we finish or round up our prayer very soon remember these things. Number one, I want to give you three S's that will help you. Number one, there's no substitute for prayer. Guys, there's no substitute for prayer. We live a reckless life if we're trying to find a substitute for it. In God's economy, in God's economy, prayer is heaven's currency to transact or deal with business. Does anyone have a 10 pounds, 20 pounds note or something in there? I know you, you live in a cashless society. Even the cashless society, uh, money is still the transaction. Just, I'll give it back to you if God lays it on my heart. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need something. I need. Yeah, 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 yeah. I may just do a transfer. This is equivalent to prayer. I'm not saying money, but I'm just trying. In this world, sorry, let me use this before somebody says, Pastor just said prayer is money. No, no, no. no. Let let, Let me do this again. In this world, we transact by this. Everything you're wearing right now, from your Brazilian hair all the way to your shoe, has been done by this Peruvian, Brazilian, Nigerian, African, whatever hair you're wearing, where you bought it from, where you lied or you didn't lie, everything comes by the money you paid. Even if it's fake, you still paid for it. You know, you told them it was 400 pounds on your hair, but it was 40 pounds. But you still... (laughs) You still paid money. I had a friend, every time I say, oh, I like this, where did you get it from? Oh, it was the last on the rack. Because it was cheap, he won't tell you where you got it from. Always, every time. Oh, it was it was on sale. It's last sale in February. Sale has finished. (laughs) But no matter where you go, money talks, and everything else. I heard you said it. But in heaven, money is subjected to the economy of prayer. Prayer will actually tell money where to go. (laughs) You you have no idea why we're praying for favor, praying for, we just think it's a normal thing. No, 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 no. When When we transact in the heavenly realm, it is by prayer. Did anyone see Jacob saying, God, give me more money? He says, God, help me. That when I come back, I will come back full. You know how he made money? In prayer, through a vision. It wasn't money. Well, The Israelites had money when they were going out, not because they did good business, but because by prayer, by God saying, go to them, you will find favor. Favor goes beyond money. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? If we transact in the spiritual realm by the currency of prayer. Jabez prayed, and destiny was reversed joshua prayed and the law of god was reversed elijah prayed and instigated a drought jacob prayed and reversed a stigma satan's number one weapon against the church is christians who won't pray ask yourself is prayer your steering wheel or is it your spare tire God will never accept giving of money as a substitute for prayer. Nor would he accept going to church as a substitute for prayer. That's why I'm aghast. Sometimes when we are leading prayer in church, why did you come to church? You came to church to pray. They say you to pray in garden. Let me sit down. Why? And if you have, uh, let me not go ahead of you. If you have that attitude in church, I wonder what you have at home. Listen to me. Let me encourage you. Prayer does not need proof. What it needs is practice. The Bible doesn't say preach all the time. But commands us to pray what? All the time. 1 Thessalonians 5, seven, he says, Be unceasing in prayer. Praying perseveringly. When you try to substitute prayer for something else, it shows a weak prayer altar. Someone say a weak prayer altar. Now let me give you seven things that shows you have a weak prayer altar. Number one, your ability to only pray in church is a weak prayer altar. The only time you pray is when you come to church. Number two, at home or by yourself, prayer time gets boring and non-enjoyable when you say, hey, when I pray, I just I don't feel anything. Excuse me. Shut up. It's the devil. The devil will always make you uncomfortable in, in the place that's supposed to give you power. I mean, the, 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 the Prayer is not prayer is practice. Who told you to enjoy? Did you, did you enjoy going to work every single day? You, some of you don't even enjoy eating every single day. Do you enjoy working every single day? If I wish they could tell me not to pay any taxes and I just win a lot and so many pay, 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 pays off my mortgage, pays off myself, I have enough money for myself and for my grandchildren Even that itself, even leisure can be boring. When you're at home and prayer gets boring, when television and newspaper have taken up your prayer time, then you have a weak prayer altar how many of us, when you're watching EastEnders, and something says to you, switch it off and pray. I'll pray when I finish. It's a weak prayer altar. How many of you wake up in the middle of night, you can't sleep, and something says pray, and you're just trying, as you're pulling the doofy, I want to sleep. Sometimes we don't realize it's a sleep of death. How do I know you have a pray, a weak prayer altar? Is when people, people who pray, only pray when there's a serious problem. But when everything goes well, there's no prayer. That's a weak prayer altar. They wait until things go wrong before they start prayer. If you only pray when you're in trouble, I said last week, you're already in trouble. Number three, four, five, I don't know. When the problem seems to be waxing stronger and your prayer is getting weaker, it's an evidence of a weak prayer altar. I'm praying nothing is moving. I, I, I give up. I, it's a weak prayer altar. Number five, six, seven, or eight. Inability. Number what? Six. <laughs> it's on, my, on, on here, I've, I've, I've only got to three. I've just given you some extras. That's why I don't know where I have. <laughs> number, your inability to wait before the Lord for a while. Is a weakness of a prayer altar. Some of you are so restless. You know, funny enough, on Friday, when it was meditation time, I was looking at the, you know, you can know how many people are there. And after a while, some people started dropping off. I said, look at them. Stay there. You're too Restless. And you know why? And, each, and I apologize to me interjecting every time. Because people come in at different times. Some are 6, some fifty quarter past six, some 6.25. And before they say nothing happens, and they start texting people, why the, you are late and you're texting people and sending WhatsApp. Is anything happening on the prayer line? You're late. Meditation time. Teaching us to be able to wait before God. Your inability to stay there is a weak prayer altar. If you find it difficult to concentrate when you're praying, it's a weak prayer altar. Somebody says, when I'm speaking in tongues, my mind goes into different places. Yes. Sometimes it does. Who told you it doesn't? So many, ah, it does for me. So how do you walk with it? When you're praying and you're speaking in tongues, find a scripture. Look at the scripture. Speak about the scripture and then keep praying. It brings your mind back. But you know we're lazy when we're praying. You know, speaking in tongues has produced some lazy Christians. I need to do what are you doing? One day I defeated the enemy. And when I keep praying, you keep saying, Oh, you know, you need to do, you know, do you need. when I'm praying, I have a note beside me. I just quickly write, call this. You, I, I can't keep remembering. I'm sure so when I finish praying, I will forget. No, 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 I don't have to. I just quickly write it down and continue praying. Use the scripture and go on. The no, devil ain't going to disturb me. Now he doesn't bring those things anymore. Every time I'm praying, there's a note. There's a two notes to write what I need to do, and number two, to hear God's voice, I write it down. And I tell the hika Hey, Pastor, when I pray, my mind scatters. It will bring it together. use the word of god so when i'm praying and my mind goes everywhere i will say there is no misfortune in my plan when you hear that you start to pray again your mind comes back there is no trouble in my storehouse you start to pray over that you know why you don't pray you don't even know one scripture but if it's afrobeat you know all the songs you can quote it If it is, uh, what other genre do they sing these days? I have no idea. You remember the song. If you can sing any Afro, whatever stuff that is out there, but you can't even remember a scripture to save your life, it's a weak prayer altar. Mm -hmm. The, The place is cold and quiet. Your inability to hear at all from God when he's speaking is a weak prayer altar. When you can't pray with passion like you really mean it is a weak prayer altar. I'm not saying God is not looking for repetition, monotonous or repetition, repetitious prayer to answer. No. If you really want your prayers to be answered, you should pray like you really mean, mean it. Sometimes there are prayers that take passion passionless people are boring. Even in love, when people don't have passion, they're they're, they're boring. Do you want to marry a passionless person? No passion at all. You're going out with them, all they do is just talk. They can't tell you you, I love you, they can't tell you you're looking good, they can't tell you nothing, no excitement. Why are you going to marry, and you have to flame the fire. How much more God? Do you know somebody like that? Don't talk, don't talk. Passionless. No passion. No passion. And then you get married. No passion. (laughs) You have to do everything. But let's look at Jesus. 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 The Bible says in Luke 22, 44, it says, I'm being in agony. He prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. That means Jesus was praying and sweating. And pray before you pray. Your makeup that you're concerned about while you're praying, the devil, when he comes, will not be a consideration. Your suit may not be a consideration. You see people come out, okay, kneel down, lie down. And here you are, you just like, Trouble hasn't come yet. When it comes, your jogging bottoms also will be foreign to you. Pray with passion. Number two, there is no shortcut for prayer. No shortcut. Number two, I finished number one and I gave you seven things under number one. You see, you are not taking notes. Number one is no substitute for prayer and I spoke about your prayer altar. I spoke seven things while your prayer is... What's up? Number two, (laughs) Jesus, (laughs) number two, there's no shortcut for prayer. I'm going quick now. The way to the top is on your knees. A lot of kneeling will keep you in good standing. He who kneels before God will stand before anyone. When the desire for God is birthed, the discipline to spend time with God will emerge. I've said fasting and praying is today's currency that will purchase what will be tomorrow your fasting will negotiate your present with the future. There are some things in life that will simply not change until you get hold of God on the mountain of prayer. Pray until something happens. When you look at the disciples, the readers that look at the disciples, you know what their problem was? Is that they were all jostling for positions. That's why when, when a problem came that required prayer, because they were not praying, they fell short. You you know, they kept asking Jesus, can I sit on your right side? Can I sit on your left? All they were thinking about is position, money, stuff. When a problem faced them, to qualify them to sit on his side, they failed. Because sitting in a place of position is not by reason of trying to walk your way and find a shortcut. Not trying to take somebody down for you to go on top. When you get there, how are you going to maintain it? Because it's easy to obtain, but difficult to maintain. When you get married and you kicked that person that was going out with the person in the initial place and you warmed your way through, how are you going to maintain the guy? When you used a six-pack to get the girl, how are you going to maintain her? When it was your fake car that you were driving, that you were old, how are you going to keep, how are you going to keep a home? It's not getting there, that's the point. It is staying there. It's the staying power. And all these shortcuts that we try to make is only going to bring us a shortcut. cut. In our lives, give me an Ishmael quickly, so that I know that I'm a woman who has a child, and it brought a long journey for her. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? This week, I want us to pray with passion. The disciples could not send out the demon, cast out the demon, because they didn't spend time praying. And when they came to Jesus, they thought Jesus was going to give them some seven steps to casting out the demon. I told you before, when you see me wake up early in the morning and go to the mount, what do you really think I'm doing? And when the demon came, he didn't go into fasting. He didn't say, this is the time to fast. He says, you're supposed to be fasting and praying that when the situation comes, you can confront it. Many times when the situation comes, may you not find, look for a pastor to deal with your issues, where else you have the power within yourself to deal with it. Number three, finally, So number one is there is no substitute for prayer. Number two is what? There is no shortcut for prayer. And number three is there is a solution in prayer. When you fast, put oil on your head. Wash your face. Matthew 6, 17 to 18. So that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting. But only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. We're going to be a bit late today. God help me. Listen to me. So let me first deal with, because it's not, not, not very clear with men. Men sometimes we're hopeless in dressing. But when you're fasting, if people are asking you, are you alright? Something is wrong with you. It is the time you're fasting that there's no makeup on your face. Make yourself up as if you're joyful to do what you're doing. Now uh, go, your hair is in, 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 in disarray. Your, your, your looks are. are we, you, you, uh, well, oh, we're fasting in our church. You've got your reward. Oh, God bless you. Oh, that, that is your reward. You see, the reward God wants to give you is in secret. You're supposed to look better fasting because when Daniel was fasting, he looked better fasting. Okay. The weave you haven't put on for a long time, wear it. The shoe you haven't put on, wear it. Look better. That when people ask you, just say the joy of the Lord is my strength. Some of you look as if you are suffering. Uh, this, this thing is difficult. What is difficult? Suffering. Go out to wear some floppy jeans and haggard shoes and wear a cap on and this is it. so throughout the whole of January. This is not a time for mourning. Wake up, look good. Bible says, when you for put oil on your head, this is not past the time. Wash your face. You didn't even brush your teeth. Oh, I forgot because I fasted. He says so that it will not be obvious. And remember, honey, you you. They, when people are fasting, where I come from, in those days, sometimes, you can't even go near The mouth, use mint, that you will not, your fast is not going to break, because your breath is nice, or take a, a spray, or mouthwash, or, or use mint, use something, we don't, want to, we don't want your smell, because of fasting. So that was by the side. Let me go to the solution. <laughs> there are rewards for fasting and prayer. And that is what the enemy wants to rob you of. Fasting isn't just about keeping ourselves from the pleasures of food. That's not what it is. It is about gaining rewards. It is biblical to fast for rewards. Tap someone, say to them, "Fast for rewards." I hope they've had meat. Tap them again and say, fast for rewards. I have not found a single fast in the Bible that didn't have a specific goal. It was trying to achieve. There must be a goal while we're fasting. The reward is the solution we seek. The answer we're hoping to gain. The provision, the deliverance, the comfort. It is okay to fast to draw close to God. I accept that. But it is also healthy to fast with an expectation of receiving an answer from God. It does two things. us. It causes us to focus on the reward we seek and not our hunger. So whenever I am feeling hungry, I am looking at the reward. And it allows us to see God's faithfulness when the answer comes. A terrible way to fast is to have no reward ahead of you but the food that you will eat when you finish the fast. He says, then your light will shine like the dawning sun and you will quickly be healed. The Lord will always guide you and provide good things to eat when you're in the desert. He will make you healthy. That's what God says. There must be a reward for fasting.
0: You've been listening to Ty Adashugba, Pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church we hope you enjoyed this message for further inquiries visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk alternatively call us on 020-7435-3939 you can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle 131 St. John's Way N19 3RQ Archway, London thank you for listening